So why exactly is it so difficult to stop drinking alcohol? Why does it take people hundreds of failed attempts, multiple years of failure, thousands of dollars wasted on therapy, on rehab and all of this stuff, yet they still fail? Why is this happening? Are people that have got drinking problems born this way? Have they got some genetic makeup? Are they alcoholics? Or is something completely different going on? Well, that's exactly what we're gonna be discussing in this video today. I'm actually gonna be breaking down three reasons why it's so difficult to stop drinking alcohol. Because it doesn't need to be that way, right? It doesn't need to be difficult. I know I say this on the channel all the time, but stopping drinking can be an enjoyable experience and it can feel effortless. It can feel natural, but that only happens when we bring awareness to the reasons why it's so hard. Because once we've got awareness, that's when we can start building a different worldview. Is I want to be able to give you a deeper understanding of why alcohol is just so addictive. Why so many people fail to stop doing it. Because once you can see the reasons why it's so hard to stop, that's when things are gonna start clicking. That's when you're gonna start seeing alcohol in that different frame of mind altogether. So you guys, I think you're gonna absolutely love this video. Make sure to watch the whole thing. And very quickly, just before we get into the video, if you actually want my help stopping drinking without AA, willpower, rehab, therapy, that kind of stuff, and you want to go through the Sober Clear program where we use first principles thinking and we use coaching to build a life without alcohol, make sure to click the link in the description. If you stick around to the very end of the video, I'll give you a little bit more information about that. So why do most people think it's so difficult to stop drinking alcohol? So before I'd stopped drinking alcohol, just over three years ago, I had a 10 year battle, right? It was 10 years of trial and error, 10 years of fighting, 10 years of calling myself an alcoholic and all of this stuff. And it was in my early 20s that my mum, who has been to AA for 20 years, encouraged me to go to AA. She encouraged me to go to my first meeting. And, uh, you know, here I was led to believe that I was actually born this way. Like, this is why I can't control my drinking. I was born an alcoholic. I had a genetic makeup. And, you know, I was told things like, you know, there were people here that were alcoholics before they ever even took their first drink. Right? I was made to believe that that is why it was so hard for me to stop drinking because I was the problem. Now, is that really true? Is it because of you? Are you an alcoholic? Do you have something wrong with your genes? Is it something in your family tree? Is that why you can't control your drinking? Is that why people find it so difficult? Well, at first I bought into this, right? I actually bought into this idea that I'm the problem. And what I did is I went to 12-step meetings. I, I, you know, I did the step work. I, I, I admitted that I was powerless. I gave myself up to a higher power. You know, I did all of that stuff. I bought into the idea of being an alcoholic. I bought into the idea that I was born this way. I looked at my family tree. I saw my parents. You know, I saw other other members of uh, you know my family tree that have also had alcohol problems. And then I just kind of said, okay, well, they've had a problem. They've had a problem. Therefore, you know, I must have some different genes that. Uh, different to the normal person in the street. Therefore, I'm an alcoholic. Now, the problem with this is that if I'm an alcoholic, that is never going away, right? If I choose to hold on to this belief, if I have this belief system that I am an alcoholic, that ain't going away. And the only cure to being an alcoholic is to give yourself up to God, go to AA meetings for the rest of your life, right? So I did that for a short period of time. And what I really realized is that that's not for me. I don't want to go to meetings for the rest of my life. I also don't think that I'm an alcoholic because I don't think anybody's an alcoholic, right? And we're going to get into that a bit further into the video, but alcohol is the only drug on the planet that you are the problem if you can't control it, right? Think of all the other addictive substances on the planet. Let's, let's just go for caffeine, right? Most people drink a lot of caffeine. Most people are addicted to caffeine. Some are going to admit it, some are not going to admit it. But at the end of the day, caffeine is a drug that so many people are addicted to. How many people can't control their caffeine intake? 
I would say, you know, 80, 90% of people just drink way too much coffee or way too much caffeine. Yet, for some reason, we're not calling those people caffeineaholics, but it's, you know, it's still drug addiction. But with alcohol, somehow, if you can't control it, then you are the problem. Now, I'm sorry, but I'm not the problem. The drug is the problem. You are not the problem, right? The reason why you got addicted to the drug is because of these reasons that we're going to break down in a minute. So you've got to bear with me. That's why I'm kind of touching on this first. But what I realized is that I didn't need to go to meetings. I didn't need to give myself a label. I didn't need to give myself up to God. What I had to do was get this level of awareness. I had to start seeing alcohol in a different frame of mind. That was the most important thing. That was the most important step in my journey was building this new paradigm where I just saw alcohol for what it was. And then once I did that, I didn't need to give myself up to God. I didn't need to use willpower. I didn't need to fight it and go to the past with a therapist. Not saying that stuff doesn't work. I'm, I'm, there's plenty of people that do that kind of stuff. Wasn't for me. But anyway, back to the video. So if, if we're not the problem, right, then why is it so difficult to stop? Because I'm not saying that just because you don't want to, if you don't call yourself an alcoholic, I'm not saying that now all of a sudden it's going to be easy for people to stop drinking. We need to go deeper. We need to actually see what the hell is going on here. Why is it still difficult? And that really starts with the nature of any drug. And I mean, literally any drug. So the nature of any drug is that you take one of those drugs, you have one dose, the dose wears off and you want another the dose wears off and you want another. And all drugs are pretty much a chain reaction from the day that you take the first drug until the moment that you say no more. That's the nature of a drug, right? The nature of a drug is that you have one and then you want another and another and another and another. And that goes on and on and on. That's how drugs work. That We know that, right? That's not the nature of you, right? If you have a drug and then you want more and you want more and you want more, that is not the nature of you. That is not the nature of the individual. That is the nature of any drug. Caffeine, nicotine, alcohol, whatever. The nature of any drug is if you have one of it, you want more and more and more. And we've got to remember that alcohol is a drug. It's a poisonous substance, but it's also a highly addictive drug that when you drink one of it, you are going to want to drink another and another and another because that's the nature of the drug. But what specifically makes alcohol so addictive? So let's go a little bit deeper. Let's actually look at the nature of alcohol itself because two things happen when we drink alcohol that make it a little bit different to other drugs. I just can't tell you how many times I've done this that I've, you know, I've stopped drinking for like a month or a few days or whatever. And then I've said, right, I'm going back to moderation. I'm going back to having one or two drinks. So what will happen is I'll go out that night or I'll buy some drinks, I'll have one drink, and then whatever happens is, and then I have five or six more or whatever, 10 more, whatever happens that night. But I promise myself that I'm gonna have one or two drinks, I have those drinks, and then all of a sudden there's, there's six cans of beer there, there's six pint glasses there, whatever. Why does that happen? Well, there are two things going on. First is that my inhibitions were lowered. So now my willpower has kind of just gone out the window. You know, this idea of having one or two drinks has just kind of disappeared into thin air because alcohol just lowers inhibitions. I mean, you've probably had it where, you know, you might be speaking to somebody and, and, and the, you're not really thinking about what you're saying anymore. The shyness might have disappeared. Inhibitions are lowered. So any kind of, you know, logical thought and, and rational thought process just goes out the window. And I'm sure you've had that experience because I've had that experience oh, just countless times. Now, the second thing with alcohol is that when we drink it, we get severely dehydrated. But because it's a liquid, we, you know, we, we kind of get tricked. So we drink the alcoholic drink. We think that this is, you know, refreshing us right? But then we drink the drink and then we actually want to drink more because what's happening is that we're getting more and more dehydrated. We're not refreshing our thirst. We're just getting more and more dehydrated. So we just want to drink more and more and more. So now we've got 
two very sinister things going on because the act of drinking feels natural, feels healthy, feels normal. It's not like we've got some needle and we're kind of having to shoot up alcohol. No, we're just kind of drinking and it feels natural, it feels normal. It doesn't feel like we're taking a drug. But because inhibitions are lowered and because we're getting chronically dehydrated, everything goes out the window. We just want to drink and drink and drink and drink and drink. Now, again, if that happens to you, is that really the nature of you? Or is that the nature of the drug? Is that the nature of alcohol itself? Well, I'm telling you that it's the nature of the drug. It's the nature of alcohol. But there are other things going on that we'll get into. But I want to make it clear that you don't drink because you were born this way. You don't drink because you've got something wrong with you. You've got absolutely nothing wrong with you. The problem lies in the drug. And the best way to solve it is to get rid of the drug. It's not to have to give yourself this label for the rest of your life. It's to see it for what it is, recognize what the hell is going on here, getting that level of awareness, and then saying adios, saying goodbye. Which really leads me to the third thing that I wanted to break down. And this is, this is just where it gets crazy. Because if that was it, if we just kind of knew that alcohol was a drug, we drank it, you know, it was very addictive, it wouldn't be too hard to give up, right? A lot of people that take harder drugs, they don't find it that difficult to give up. I know that that might sound a bit controversial and a little bit simple, but there's not this big dichotomy when people give up other drugs. It's like, I'm giving up this drug and everyone's like, yeah, good for you. But when we give up alcohol, does that really happen? I actually just made a video uh, with Bradley Cooper in it. And Bradley Cooper gave up alcohol. And the lady that was interviewing uh, Bradley, Barbara, Barbara Walters, she asked him, like, was life actually better when you gave up alcohol? Like, what? I I'll play that clip for you now. In your late 20s, you stopped drinking. Stopped drinking, yeah. Very difficult? No, beautiful. Unbelievable. Better. Oh, are you kidding? I would never be sitting here with you. No way, no chance. Because? Because I wouldn't have been able to have access to myself or other people or even been able to take in other people uh, if I hadn't changed my life. No way. And I never would have been able to have relationships that I do. I never would have been able to take care of my father the way I did when he was sick. So many things. That's the world that we live in, right? If, if he had given up another drug like, you know, cocaine or whatever, she wouldn't have asked that question. But with alcohol, it's different. And this is why it gets so difficult to stop. And this is what I'm talking about. And it's the conditioning. It's the way that we've been conditioned to see alcohol. And this has just been going on from the moment that we've been born, right? It's not like that with other drugs. Even with cigarettes now, people are kind of waking up to the fact that cigarette is a drug that does nothing for them, right? People aren't glamorizing cigarette smokers like they used to. Sure, I'm, you know, it still happens, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, we're not conditioned to see smoking cigarettes as a fantastic thing. But with alcohol, it's different. And we've got, you know, a million different things that are going on here. But two of the main things that I see is the media and the marketing. The media and the marketing portray alcohol as a beneficial thing. They portray it as something that is going to add real value to your life. And you would be crazy to not drink it because this is a product that just is amazing. It's going to just change your life in a great way. That's the message that we are hammered from birth, be that on the, the news channels, be that in the advertisements, be that, you know, uh, reading like blog posts, whatever. Most of the time, people portray alcohol as a beneficial thing, something that will add real value to you, right? They don't portray it as ethanol. They don't portray it as a drug. They don't portray it as something that does nothing for you. They don't portray it as something that's going to cost you tens of thousands of dollars in healthcare, break relationships, destroy health. Of course not. They're going to portray it as the, the sophisticated wine or the macho beer or the, you know, the, the businessman bourbon, whatever. That's how they portray it. And this is the world that we live in. 
right? The world that we live in, the world that we're born into, this is the message that we are told. And we are told it again and again and again. Now, think about this. When you say, I'm going to stop drinking and you tell the average person in the street, what do you think they're going to say? Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah, you know, some people will say that's good because some people are a little bit wiser. But so many people are going to look at you like, why would you want to do that? Like, why would you want to stop? They're almost going to look at you like you're a little bit weird, a little bit crazy. This is why. It's because we are conditioned. That is always the society that we live in. And that is why I talk about this awareness, right? You need to see this. You need to be aware of what's going on. When you see those adverts, when you see the people that are talking about alcohol, this great thing, you need to be able to rise above and see those individuals as almost crazy. Just change the word alcohol for crack, right? You're not going to look at them the same way or even change the word alcohol for bleach, right? Or this, you know, this 5% bleach is great. You wouldn't think that they're normal. You'd think that they're a little bit crazy. And another key part of the conditioning are these normal drinkers out there, which are the people that will have one or two drinks here and there and everything's under control and nothing really gets out of hand. And they're going to tell you things like, you know, why don't you just have one or two like me, right? You know, for, for years, I wanted to be that normal drinker. For years, I wanted to be that person that just had one or two. Now, I have no desire to do that because I see alcohol for what it is. But these are the reasons why it's so difficult to stop drinking alcohol. There are so many inputs that are going into our mind, plus the addictive nature of alcohol itself, plus the addictive nature of the drug. And this is why it's so damn hard. But really, what we've got to remember is that alcohol does nothing for you. It does absolutely nothing whatsoever. It just does nothing for you. And when you're able to bring awareness to this kind of stuff and rise above it, that's when you can start to build a more realistic worldview. You can actually build a paradigm that's true, where you've not been brainwashed and conditioned to see it as a good thing. You just see it in its raw form. Like when I see alcohol now, I just see it like the same way that I look at bleach. Like why on earth would I want to put that in my body? I have no desire to touch that stuff ever again despite the fight that I've had for so long. But it all boils down to that level of awareness that I've developed. Because now if somebody was to kind of say, Leon, why don't you have one or two? Or Leon, why would you want to stop drinking? I'm going to be like, dude, what are you talking about? Why would you want to put that stuff in your body? Why would you want to do that? But like I said, it doesn't need to be difficult to stop drinking when you take the right approach. And if you want my help stopping drinking, click the link in the description. There'll be a video for you to watch that just explains the program and explains the method and explains how I help people. Then you can actually book a call with me and we can actually get on a phone call and we can see if the program may be a good idea for you to try. We're getting awesome results. I mean, if, I'll, uh, if you click the link up here, it's going to take you to like a bunch of interviews with people that have done the program and come out the other end. I mean, there's people now that have been in the program for over a year and the results are just awesome. So click the link up here or click the link in the description to book that call. Hope you guys enjoyed this video. Have a great day.